Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Astros Baseball is brought to you by Ram Shirts. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Go to RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Astros Baseball Podcast. Sitting in for Rob tonight, I am your host, Third Coast Tom, and joining me this evening is a special guest, big fan of his work. If you've uh, if you've seen any of his work, you know he's interviewed everybody that is Houston sports. Uh, I'm, let me welcome Manav. Good evening, Manav. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you doing, man? It's been a weekend. It's been busy. I had a birthday party. Uh, a, a nephew had a birthday party with the Galveston. Probably got a little too much sun. I got a little burn here or there. But uh, other than that, you know, doing all right. Uh, it's a little hot. It's, it's, it's starting to warm up. We're, we're getting into those summer months. Yeah, for sure. I'm just really excited about uh, how good the Astros have been playing recently. Man, they are on a roll. Are they not? Seven straight? Yep. It's been, it's been looking really good. This whole week, it's been a winning streak. Uh, we won this entire week, and it's really not the typical way that I think over the years we've seen the Astros win ball games. Normally, when you when you think that the Astros are going on a win streak, you think that oh, this offense must be exploding. We must be at the top of the charts at, in all batting categories. But that's not really been the case. We've been really winning by our pitching, and then really getting some timely hits here and there uh, to really get some wins. I think take a look at this Detroit series one three out of the four games with a score of three to two, um, you know, a couple of homers here and there and a few timely hits, obviously the walk-off uh, by Tucker and um, you know, it, it's looking really good. And I'm really excited about how we're winning this way. And it's just a matter of time before this offense uh, starts to heat up. And then once that starts playing, well, you know, this team is definitely going to be something to look out for um, for the rest of the season. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, it's really impressive to see this pitching rotation really just next man up each day. We're getting six innings, seven innings strong, whether it be Framber, Odo, uh, Javier and relief, which I thought was interesting. Uh, it's just really awesome right now. You, you know, that the team is capable of so much more offensively, 
but to win those good close those those close games it's it's only going to benefit you later on down the road when they're absolutely mashing and they don't have to pitch the way they do yeah i think um it's a good way um to see this pitching uh, really step up and I, i'm really happy to see that because we can win in more than just way besides you know winning slugfest and i think it's i'm really happy to see that but you know jose altuve came back this week and uh you know he's been hitting a few homers i think he's hit three homers in the past uh, six games if i if i'm correct but it's been good to see him get back um i think jeremy pena um really getting some really clutch shots in a couple of uh, huge homers uh one to the a gas pump and uh he's been lighting it up and kyle tucker you know he had a really bad start to the season but he's been getting hotter you know a couple of walk-offs at that bases loaded walk and then he had uh, the walk-off a few nights ago um where Chaz mccormick came back to score the walk-off uh, a winning run so uh you know these bats are they're getting hotter it's it just a matter of time uh, like i said before i think the consistency is there with bregman i think alex has been really consistent throughout this whole stretch uh one of the team leaders in RBIs um and Jordan's also been pretty consistent so uh yeah i'm really excited about the pitching but i think we're going to see uh, the offense come back to life uh, very soon i couldn't agree with you more i totally believe that the 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 days of those big crooked numbers you know eight nine run games it's only a matter of time everybody's just taking their turn it seems like in, in the lineup whether it's Alvarez with, I think he had like four or five homers and like a six or seven game stretch. Obviously Bregman today, Pena, he sprinkles them in from here and there. And Altuve, a lot of people worried Altuve early on, you know, he struggled, had a huge slump, then got injured, went down, got some, got some, uh, some, some time off. And I think that re- reset him a little bit. And now he just looks so locked in at the plate. So I'm really excited, you know, especially when you think about now they're going on the road to play, you know, another team that they should be able to beat. Yeah, you're, I mean, the Twins, uh, the big news was that Correa, uh, he's probably going to be out for that, uh, for the series that we're going to be facing him. So that is a little bit disappointing. I really wanted to see him um, against us, but, you know, I think it'll help us win. Hopefully we're able to uh, beat the Twins. I think the Twins have the same record as us right now, which I think is actually pretty impressive from their end. Um, so hopefully we can... Um, and I think we're going over there in Minnesota. So hopefully we can take care of business there. And then I think after that, we face the Nationals who are really, really struggling at the moment. So we honestly, I think we should really honestly sweep them. And I think the Twin Series is going to be exciting. Um, but these are teams that I think the Astros, uh, I would hope that they would be able to win the series um, against these few teams. The way their pitching is going, they're going to have a really good shot um, of doing that. Um, and I hope that's the case. I totally agree. I really hope that, you know, they're able to build a whole lot of momentum right now. Kind of, you know, obviously they're only a half game behind the angels, but able to, you know, get past them and kind of, you know, put some separation between the rest of the division, which we're so used to seeing over the last three or four years. So I got to know who would be your, your pitcher of the week going, you know, I mean, it's hard to choose, right? So many good ones, whether it's Jose or on Thursday, uh, Framber or Saturday, Odo today. Who do you got, sir? Um, you know, I'm going with a surprise here. I think a lot of people uh, were talking about Jake Odorizzi, how he needs to step up, and I'm going with him. I think I've been really, truly impressed about how he's uh, conducted himself. I think in his past three starts, 
he's only given up one earned run, which I think is truly impressive. Um, there was a lot of expectations from him, a big signing. And, uh, you know, it didn't look too good last year. Didn't look too good early on, but I think he stepped up big time, really found his groove, you know, getting pitches in the zone. And uh, it's been great to see him step up. And I think it's honestly an embarrassment of riches that the Astros have in terms of pitching, just the way they've been going up, you know, five viable starters, six, and then you still have Lance who's, um, you know, hopefully he'll come back later on this season, but he's not even pitching right now. So again, they have so many great pitchers, but I think the way Jake Odorizzi has stepped up, I would go with him. That's a great choice. He was my choice uh, a couple weeks back when he had that first really good start. I could definitely go with him again. I don't think there's a wrong choice. I'm going to do something a little different, though. The guy that I that I think is my guy, Rafael Montero, been absolutely nails in the bullpen. When we need guys late in the game, you know, especially with all these close games, he's been a dependable arm to go in and close games when they needed him to, to be able to shut the door when the, you know there was you know high leverage positions. I know that that Ryan Presley's just coming back from you know an injury and he's got to work his way back in, but it's so nice that you know if for some reason he doesn't have it going. That right now it looks like we can lean on Rafael Montero to help with that closer role. So now that we've got the pitchers kind of lined out, what do you think about the hitters? I mean, I, there's there's so many choices there too as well. Yeah, but I'm I'm going with my favorite. I mean, I'm going with Jose Altuve here. I just love the way that he's come back after his injury, hitting a few homers um, in this homestand. Um, he's looking really good, getting on base quite a bit. Um, and I just like to see him back in form. I think um, he's hitting around 400, honestly, um, recently um, in this stretch. And that's been great to see. So we need Jose Altuve um, big time, a lot of power, obviously, big home run capability. We all know what Jose presents um, every day. And it's been great to see him back. And I think it's um, no coincidence that we started to win once he's back in the clubhouse. I, I, I love that choice. Obviously, we need him. He he's I, I saw today on Twitter somebody said, I can't remember exactly, maybe it was Bonda. He said yeah. uh Altuve st- stirs the drink. He's the guy. They go as far as they go. Uh, I definitely want to give credit where credit's due. And I, I thought that was a great quote. Yeah. For me, I, I I have a hard time not just falling in love with Pena. You know, it's yeah. one of those one of those guys like much was expected, right? The 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 weight was going to be the burden was going to be so big to try to you know replace the production, the defense, it's just the the charisma that that Carlos Correa presented, and he's just really just gone about his business. He's really been so professional, had graded bats, uh, timely homers. I mean, his defense has been really solid. So. I feel that that for me, Jeremy Pena is my guy this week. Uh, like you said, he hit that one to the pump, just a massive yeah. shot. And he, and it looked like he did, he was off his front foot. It really didn't look like, you know, like he leaned into it. But, man, just so much power. And uh, at 24 years old, I, I'm just so yeah. excited to see what he can be for this Astros team. So with that being said, um, we've, got our, we've got our pitchers. We've got our hitters. We've got a segment that we'd like to do. We call it fair or foul. We basically bring up some topics and I get your opinions. So I would love to know, Manav, Shirzy's fair or foul? A what? Sorry. A Shirzy, not, not like an actual jersey, but like the t-shirt jersey. Are you oh, a yeah. Shirzy yeah. fan? Yeah, I would say so. I do have, I, you know, I'm, I don't buy a lot of jerseys, um, uh, obviously, because they are kind of expensive, but um, yeah, I would say I'm a big fan of that. 
So for me, I, I feel like, I feel like jerseys are kind of like, for me, it's a foul. Like not, not, be, not because I, I won't wear one, but I feel like if you want the jersey, you should get the jersey. I, yeah. I would rather, I would rather have no numbers. No, I would rather just have a plain jersey, like, like a Astro shirt than by, or, or like something like a batting practice or something like that. For me, I feel like the jersey is kind of like, I want a jersey, but I don't want to commit. I, I, I want the commitment. Now, that being said, I have terrible luck with jerseys. I am so torn. So my first Astros jersey, George Springer, the, 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 the rainbow one, yeah. uh, Houston Strong Patches, then George goes, right? I'm like, all right, time for New Jersey. Next jersey, Carlos Correa, you know, the, the home white, love it. Now Carlos goes. So I'm terrified that my next jersey pick will be somebody that will no longer be with the Strohs, right? <laughs> so so I'm, I'm optimistically hoping that if I buy a Jeremy Pena jersey, he'll be around for quite some time. So that, that that's probably my next jersey choice. Uh, I'm really hoping that works out. So foul on the jersey, but I totally understand, you know, jerseys are very expensive. So I understand where you're coming from. Next question on fair foul. Do you feel, or I guess, I guess, let me word this better. Uh, getting autographs before the game, fair or foul? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> obviously fair for me. Um, you know, when I had the chance to meet Jose, obviously, you know, he gave me a sign ball and all that great stuff. So I'm a huge fan of that. Just love getting the chance to um, get some signed stuff from these guys. Um, you know, you see them do all kind of great stuff um, on the field and just, you know, really proud of my guys and uh, obviously would love to have um, autographs. So for me, I would love to be there too, right? But it's, but, but it's foul for me because I just can't be on time to anything. So you got yeah. to get there. You got to be early, right? You got to show up for yeah. BP. You got to be in right. there. I'm never going to make it, man. I'm late to everything. I joke that I'm going to be late to my own funeral. I promise. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, um, so as much as I would love to be in there, it's, it's a foul for me because I just can't be on time. I'm either going to go pregame and get, you know, food or something, maybe an adult beverage, but I'm definitely never going to make it, uh, early enough to get a, a graph of some sort. So it's <laughs> for me. So I guess this isn't so much a fair or foul, but I'm just really curious. So you've obviously, you know, interviewed some of, some of like the elite Astros. Tell me a little bit about your favorite interview and why. Uh, for the Astros, you want me to choose one of them? If, if you don't mind, I mean, you can choose whoever. I, I just figure, you know, we're, we're talking Strohs. It, it could be yeah. one of the Strohs. Yeah, so I mean, all three of them are really special. I've had the chance to interview Jose Altuve, Alex Bergman, and Lance McCullers Jr. Um, each one of them is really special, but again, my favorite one has to be um, Jose Altuve because he's my uh, most favorite player. Um, he's somebody that got me into the sport of baseball. Just a, truly such a great story for him getting into the majors and just, you know, proving that size doesn't matter and just you can do it. And so his interview was really special, obviously, because it was in person, because um, I got a, had the chance to, you know, catch him before the game. So that was really special. Um, I think during the interview, he was uh, really impressed. He said that, you know, I had a really good question. Uh, when I asked him, my first question was, you know, how does your preparation change from the regular season when you shift into the postseason? So he gave me some really great answers to that, all the questions that I asked him. So that was 
um, really special, but um, I would say that's the top of the list. But I think Lance McCullers also was really great um, because, you know, he, he has his injury, right? So for him to be able to feel comfortable enough to share that kind of information um, during our interview that he's behind on his rehab and, and, you know, he may not be ready for opening day. Obviously the news was, I didn't want to hear that kind of news, but uh, I was really happy that Lance was willing to share that kind of information on my channel. So um, that was really big uh, for me personally. And then, um, you know, number three, it, it, you know, it's still Alex Bregman. So I, I love Alex because of what he's meant to me. Um, he, he's just such a nice guy. And uh, for him to make time for me, getting that interview in during spring training uh, was really great because he, he's such a great guy. So I have immense respect for Alex Bregman. Have you tried the Breggy Bomb salsa? Oh, absolutely. You know, <laughs> actually, I told him uh, when I interviewed him that, you know, if, if he agreed to do my interview, I'd buy a whole bunch of Breggy Bomb salsa. And that's exactly what I did. And, you know, we've, I've been having a lot of Breggy Bomb salsa, actually. Um, it's a great salsa, by the way. Really, really great taste. Um, anybody should definitely try Breggy Bomb. So just going back to the Lance McCullers thing, you kind of like broke that. Like I felt like, or I, I felt like that wasn't really talked about or it wasn't out there in the public until, it, you know, he came and, and kind of shared that with you. So just tell me, I, I'm just curious, did, yeah. were, did you get, you know, uh, like kind of an attention towards you because of the way that kind of, you know, was broken on your channel? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of attention once that I released that um, on my channel and on Twitter. A lot of people, um, you know, retweeted it. I think Michael Schwab, uh, you know, he broke the news. Uh, he helped share the interview out. And then I think Chandler Rome, uh, the Astros reporter for the Chronicle, he also retweeted it. And then once that happened, a whole bunch of articles came out. Um, I think uh, Climbing Tall's Hill, I think Fansided came out with an article. And then uh, you had the Houston Chronicle and Cron. They both came out with articles and eventually CBS Sports. So. Yeah, I think a lot of attention came towards me at the time because I was able to break the news. A lot of all the radio stations here in town, uh, you know, um, obviously shouted me out because I was the one who did it. That obviously meant a lot to me. Um, so, yeah, that was a great time. Um, obviously, I, again, I wish it was better news um, than than what that was. Um, but, yeah, that was really what the case was. And I was honestly really, really shocked. I knew it was big news, but I didn't think it would go like that far. But yeah, I was really impressed and uh, just grateful, honestly. So speaking a little bit about the media, uh, I know you've also interviewed some, some media uh, personalities, obviously, with the local sports and stuff like that. Is there any one particular interview or experience that you can uh, speak to as like a, a fond experience or, or like somebody that you were really you know, honored to speak with? Yeah, so I've interviewed a lot of sportscasters and guys on media that I've had, I've really looked up to because one day I want to be a sportscaster myself, like on those major networks. So um, Ernie Johnson, he's the host of Inside the NBA on TNT, really just a, honestly, just like a legendary show for, uh, it's been going on for so many years, um, Inside the NBA, it's just a name that I think everybody knows in sports. So having the chance to speak with Ernie Johnson, I think that was a really great interview. Um, it, it was, he, he gave me a lot of time. That was a really long interview, but he was just really excited to talk to me, which is what I love. Just, you know, being excited during the interview, giving me a lot of great information. Um, it was just a great conversation more than anything. 
um, that was obviously really special to me. Uh, we had a chance to talk about the Rockets and, you know, uh, the Cougars at the time because uh, March Madness was near. So, yeah, that, I think that was an experience that um, I'll always remember because of how it was just such a great conversation, really, more than anything. Is, is Ernie the, really the same guy off the camera that he is on the camera? Yeah, I'd agree. You know, he's um, so natural just talking to Shaq and Kenny and Charles Barkley on camera. He's just as nice um, off camera. He's a really great personality, um, you know, having the chance to, you know, speak to him for some time. Really, really great guy. Just loves to have a lot of fun. Um, uh, you know, he's just a, just a really fun guy, um, you know. Uh, just, you know, we had a great time talking, you know, it's funny. He's also a pretty funny dude as well. So yeah, I think he's, you know, it's important to maintain that personality on and off camera as well. So yeah, he, he was great. So uh, I really appreciate that, Vinav. I, I, I totally agree. I think Ernie's awesome. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine having the opportunity to talk to him. So that's really cool. Uh, tell us a little bit about your channel and, and what you've got going on, sir. Yeah, so I started up my channel. It's been a few years now. I think more, more recently, that's when I started getting interviews and that's when a lot of people have recognized me. But, you know, I've always loved sports. I always wanted to have the chance to talk about sports initially. I started a blog to, uh, writing about sports, but then I realized, you know, YouTube channel probably would be better. So I started that up a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, I, I just used to do uh, just analysis and just talking about baseball like the Astros and then basketball and football just just doing predictions and you know it was just me I would I would just talk about it on my channel but eventually you know there came a time where I was like I feel like having to you know step out there um go on social try and reach out to a couple of these guys and maybe it'll hit big and my channel can really start to grow if I get the chance if they agree to do an interview with me and I think that's what really what happened and it was, I was really fortunate um, to be able to interview all these great guys. And, uh, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people over the past, well, uh, I would say eight months or so roughly. Um, it, it's been an honor to talk to all these people. And um, yeah, I would just, it, it's all about promoting your brand and expanding your channel. So I just keep going on Twitter and reaching out to these guys. And uh, if they agree, that's great. If not, I'll just keep going to my next target. And that's where I am right now. Where can the folks find you at Twitter, sir? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at MG Sports Talk. You can uh, give me a follow. Um, uh, you can check out all my interviews. That's where I post them. Um, usually I try and do interview once a week, but you know that's where you can follow me, get all of my uh, latest interviews. And you can also subscribe to my channel, Mono Sports Talk on YouTube. And uh, that's where you'll actually get my interviews when I first release them because I do release them on YouTube first and then I post them on Twitter. So. Yeah, you can uh, follow me on both those places. Well, that well, Manav, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate your time. Uh, I, I love, you know, getting the chance to talk to you about, you know, some of some of the stuff you got going on. Definitely love talking about the Strohs. Uh, really excited about where they're at right now. You know, a lot of people are really worried. You know, two weeks ago the sky was falling. Yeah. There were, you know, what nine and eleven. Like this isn't our Strohs we're accustomed to. Seven games that are. 10 games later, whatever, here we are, 18-11, so much better. That's going to do it for us this evening. Thanks so much, Manaf, for spending some time, you know, breaking down these, these games and, and talking with me a little bit. Uh, I really appreciate the experience. 
yeah, thank you so much all for the kind words. Um, I was happy to be here. Uh, I just love talking about the Astros and uh, yeah, they're doing great. And um, uh, again, really happy to talk to you. Uh, really enjoyed it and uh, go Astros. And that'll be all for this episode of an Astros baseball podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.